Welcome back to Motivated Women for those returning listeners. And to the new listeners, we hope the information we we're discussing helps keep you on track with your weight loss goals through the holidays. I'm Julie, and I'm joined by Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Julie. How's it going? It's going good. Good. Uh, well, we're looking at show notes. I, mean, I actually have show notes for once that, that are typed up. I'm looking at updates. So update from my standpoint is I'm holding steady at 43 pounds lost. I'm still doing my walking, though I'm probably going to need to move it into the Y because it's getting cold out. A um, couple days ago, even today, I went for my walk and um, earmuffs and mittens and face being a little numb when I get out, get back in, and it's only like 38, 40 out. So got to make that effort to get to the Y to do it because if it gets colder than that, I don't think I'll be walking outside. Yeah. Um, I started, the last two shows I did, I started with the exercise ball and the weights. Haven't been so consistent with that, and I think that's just because I haven't put it on the calendar. It's like, oh, if I get to it, I'll do it, and I need to make myself just, this is the time, this is where it's going to be, and do it. So um, with that in mind, while I was prepping for the show, I picked Tuesdays and Thursdays again, and 8.30, I have it written down. Good. So we'll see how I do with that. Excellent. And how are you doing? Well, I'm definitely doing better. I'm down probably about three times since we, or sorry, three pounds since we uh, last talked. And I've definitely bumped up the walking. Uh, We had our first training walk for our breast cancer uh, walk next year. And we did a 14-kilometer walk, which equates to, uh, I don't know, just about nine miles. miles. Nine miles, somewhere around there. So uh, that was pretty good. And then I consistently went again two days after that. Not quite as far, but um, probably a good three, four-mile walk. Those two days, I'm trying very hard every day to get on the Wii, so at least I have some accountability. It's telling me how I'm doing. Haven't actually been able to do the exercises because I've been running off somewhere else, but uh, trying to bump up the exercise, definitely watching at night. Uh, there's been quite a few times I'm just in that habit where I come upstairs and I head to the cupboard and go to bed. So I'm trying really hard just to bypass the kitchen altogether and just go straight to bed and watching what I'm eating at night as well as I've started my food journal again. So that helps me stay accountable. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I've had a bite of this and I've had two of this and maybe I really don't need that. So that's helped I a lot. I know exactly what you're doing there. At, for coming home from work, I want, it's like that, I want that munchie before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. So what I started doing is I started putting my um, sit-ups and stuff when I get home from work so that I have something to do and it's not going for that food. Yep. We'll see. Um, Out of curiosity, how long does it take you guys to do a 14-kilometer walk? That took us, it was about two hours and 40 minutes. That's actually not that bad. Yeah, and it was a flat walk. There wasn't any hills involved. I know that when we do, or when we were doing the ones in the summer, there was a lot of hills in that particular walk, and it was about the same distance. And they still came in about two hours and 45 minutes. And that was just shy of 15 kilometers. You guys are getting good. Yeah. And it's going to be hard, though, now with the weather. We kind of have to do it Sundays. It's going to get dark so early. And Oh, yeah. Even around here, I go to work at 4, and it's getting dark by 4.30 already. Mm-hmm. How long is the um, actual walk itself when you guys participate? It's 60 kilometers. So we do, oh, thir- yeah, we do 35 kilometers the first day and 25 the second day. Well, that's not so bad. I was thinking that was all in one day. No, no, 
No, I think the first day, the, I heard on average it takes seven to eight hours to do the first round. So. I'll let you do it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm up for that yet. Well, as we sit and we, we talk about what, we're, what we've been doing, a lot of it comes down to either having our inspiration or our motivation factors there. And, um, you know, being on the Internet lately and talking to different people, we're not the only ones out there. And we're not, it's not just women, it's men too looking for the inspiration and motivation to keep going. And um, one person that I'm aware of through um, several different podcasts and Twitter itself is a guy named Charlie White. Yep. And it's awesome to listen to what he's accomplished. He is... 50-some years old, he has never run before, and he took up running and ran his first marathon, and that was the Chicago Marathon a couple weeks ago. Yes. And if I remember correctly, he finished all but like a mile and a half of that marathon until um, his legs cramped up. Yeah. And um, initially there was the, I'm really down about this, but... You know, he's not letting that get him down. He's back to running. He's back to picking out a marathon again. And I know that he, he mentioned a marathon, and I can't think of where it is right now. Um, it's somewhere out west. Um, but that he's back in training again. He's not letting this get him down. And um, I direct messaged him to, to ask him if he would share anything with us. And... Um, I will read you the email I got from him. Oh, good. Um, he goes, as far as life, a lifestyle change goes, the trick is to be consistent. My friends say that I'm obsessed with running. I may be. I don't consider that a bad thing, though. He was initial, excuse me, initially I was diagnosed with metabolic syndrome. I had high blood pressure, centered core body fat, high cholesterol, and was pre-diabetic. There were other, whoa, there were other probably as well. I did start lifetime medicines for cholesterol and hypertension. Um, his doctor suggested um, a fatty omega-3 and a CoQ10 enzyme, um, a daily aspirin, and to drink a lot of water, stay hydrated. I was also put on an 1,800-calorie-a-day diet. The diet was a no-nonsense diet of low sugar, low caffeine, low fat, higher protein, and other parameters. I was told to maintain a food journal. The doctor looked at me and said that that was not enough. He told me I needed to exercise, and he suggested running. I was large at 275 pounds. I started walking Molly, my dog. We started a lot. We walked a lot at first and then ran a little. Over time, we started to run more and more. The, fir- excuse me, the food journal was a pain to maintain. The knowledge that I learned from that activity was priceless. I know what food can taste like that is so good it is... St- uh, sorry... I know what food can taste like that is so good and still be good for you. A little over a year, in a little over a year, I've shed 65 pounds. I started to compete in organized running events. I'll never be the fastest runner out there, but I will be there. All of my work results are now very good. It was a matter of changing my lifestyle and getting off the couch, exclamation point. He says he's now at 220 pounds. He goes up or down 10 in a month. He's not on a calorie diet, but he knows what to eat. And if he overindulges, he runs a little extra. A lifestyle change can really help you. You get a very positive attitude about life. You feel that you're not only helping yourself, but your family, friends, and others. Um, Just remember the change has to come from inside you. It can't come from anywhere else. 
seek a network that will assist. Um, it can start with a doctor that cares. Seek out a few until you find one that cares about you as a patient. Seek out a local group um, or running club or any activity that you like. Join an online discussion forum, anything. Share your experience with them and learn from theirs. Alone, we can be great. As a group, using peer pressure, we can, even, can be even better. He goes, I hope you like it, just my two cents. <laughs> well, Charlie, your two cents is pretty much really what we're trying to do here. That's, priceless. That's priceless information. You know, it, it really is. And, and he has so much to be commended for. He does. He, he's, he's just a really cool guy to sit and talk to. And um, we, as we sat and Twittered back and forth the other night, I was surprised that he even sent me a Twitter back to say he was proud of me. He doesn't, I mean, he knows me briefly through Twitter. And just to know that somebody's out there who's on the same path and is, is giving you that added support because we all need to give it to each other, whether we know each other or not. If you run across somebody and they've made a comment that they've lost a significant amount of weight or they're out there doing something, we got to remember as a group to say, you know what, that's great. Keep it up. Exactly. Because it's those little things in it that I think add more to what I'm doing. Um, overall, just um, even recently, um, going out and looking for clothes and somebody asking me a question about why I didn't do this or whatever. And it's like, well, I've lost weight. I, I need to redo this. And, and even the salespeople who don't know you from Adam are giving me positive reinforcement, even though, I mean, yeah, they want me to come back and buy their clothes. <laughs> but, but they're like, well, how did you do it? I mean, they, they've asked pretty pointed questions that they want, to, they want to hear how you did it. If it's different than what they've been trying, they, they might be willing to try something different. Yeah. So that's really cool. It is very cool. And I see from our list that you also have a inspirational person to point yeah, out. Yeah. Um, as I've mentioned before, I'm doing this breast cancer walk in uh, September, or sorry, it's August this year. And there's a gal on our team who I've had the wonderful opportunity to meet recently. Um, and just her story alone, it's not a weight loss story, but just a motivational story in the sense that she was diagnosed with stage four cancer. I believe it was two years ago or two and a half years ago. And she has three small children and she was basically told to put her affairs in order that she probably wasn't going to make it through. And a girlfriend of mine, uh, Linda, who I, I fondly refer to as the gym Nazi, was a good friend of hers. And she felt that she needed to do something. So she immediately went and signed up for the weekend end breast cancer. Lena found out about this and was so touched by Linda's efforts to do this that she actually signed up for the walk in the midst of chemo and radiation, and she walked the 60-kilometer walk while she was going through all that. And she has, cool. done, she has done it again. She did it last year by herself, and she signed up with us to do it again this year. At this point, she's still on, in treatment. I believe she's on Herceptin, um, but she's doing well. She's doing amazing, actually. She looks fantastic. And it just brought home to me that, you know, when we're sitting on the couch and we're lazy and we just like, oh, it's raining out. I don't feel like it. There's people out there that are suffering, that are so sick, yet they can still find it within them to get up and do what they need to do and that are driven by these forces that... I, that we just don't understand. And that's sort of something that I try and think about it when I'm in that, huh, I don't want to do it. It's like, you know what, if she can do that, going through what she did, 
the least I can do even for half an hour is to go out and go for a walk or do something. And it just it just sort of regrounds me and, and makes me think how good I do have it and the things that I can accomplish being healthy, when people can accomplish great things when they're not. Very, very true. And I, I see that a lot at work with some people that I, I um, encounter that are going through chemo or whatever their diagnosis is that they may not be doing anything more extraordinary than the chemo or whatever. And they may say that, you know, when it comes time, but up until that time, they're going to fight. They're going to put a foot in front of each foot each day and just keep on going instead of being that person that just, like you said, just sits on the couch and says, woe is me. It's not going to do anything but complain. Yeah. That's really cool. Very, very good things to hear about Lena. Mm hmm. Yeah. So she's my, she's, I don't know her very well, like I said, but I've had the opportunity to meet her and I'm looking forward to getting to know her better. And she just, you know, she just amazes me with what she's done and what she's capable of. And, you know, and there's so many, those hero type people out there and you know what, we can all do it. And we just got to set our mind to it and find it within ourselves. I think I have a challenge out here for our listeners. I want to hear from them who they have or who they've encountered, who would they pick out and tell us about what, who's inspiring them. We want to hear about them because yeah. they're all over the place. You there bet they are. out there that do it every day. And if they want to call us and tell us that, we have a new K7 line just for our cast. And if I remember correctly, <laughs> the number is, and I had it written down and now I don't have it in front of me, um, no. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I'll get back to you in a minute with that one. I just lost it. I, I remember the rest of it. It's 338-2599, but I can't remember the area code. It's area code 206-338-2599. Why did I want to say 20-something else? I don't know. Okay, so 206-338-2599. Okay, onward. Call um, us. Yes, we want to hear from you. Okay, so the main part of today's show is um, diet tips for the holidays. And one of the ones I looked up was through something called Diet Bites. And they were at www.dietbites.com. And um, they had 10 tips. And I will read them through and we can discuss them because some of them I think are just a little off. The first one. (laughs) It says, to go Christmas shopping. Walking around in a large mall or shopping center makes for great activity and great fun. You, can ju- you, can- you just can't get a better activity combination. Well, that's true to a point. But you've got to remember to keep your wallet in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're like me, going shopping or going walking all the time with the shopping, I'd want to spend the money. Yes, but, but it is a good, it's a good choice if you don't have a um, Y or activity center to go to. The, even before the mall opens up, you can mall walk. Now, I know that, sorry, Julie, I know that, I don't know about there where you are, but I know here there are some mall walking groups. There are people to get in from the outdoors. They actually walk around the mall and it's a walking group within the mall. Yeah, so, we do have that there. I mean, I think you'd have to call each mall in particular, mm-hmm. though. One closest to me has um, a mall walker program where they open up like an hour before the regular stores open up, 
and then there are different groups because I know that there's a mom's club and the, there's a seniors club where they afterwards they'll get together for breakfast or coffee in the food court, what have you. And um, I know that our the hospital that I work for, the system um, sponsors certain events at least for the mom's club to give them special educational things um, after they're done walking. So I know through the summer they did stuff like um, child safety and different things that moms would moms of young kids would be interested in okay so it's just getting out there and calling your mall and seeing what they have to offer exactly um number two they say is the old standard park your vehicle away from the building and walk yes it's an old tip but still one of the best on your walk to the store think about the things you want to purchase yeah i'm not so sure about that last one (laughs) but i i found myself doing this overall now even just going out and do my daily stuff I don't look for the um, parking spot at the front anymore. I don't care where I find a parking space. If it's farther away, okay, I'm just getting out and walking a little bit more. Yeah, I'm the same Uh, way. So then that brings us to number three. And this one, I think it's more of a time issue. If you find that you're falling behind on your goals because you have too much time on your hands and you don't know what to do with it. It's just wrap those packages. <laughs> yeah, you and I don't have that problem. It says wrap those packages. And once yours are all bundled up, volunteer to wrap some more. Local shelters are in dire need of volunteers during this busy season of the year for everything from wrapping packages to delivering hot meals. So if part of your problem is that you're, you have nothing to do, so you eat in that time you have nothing to do, great idea to get out there and help other people. Yeah, it keeps the hands busy. keeps you busy. It does. Um, number four, I'm already doing. It says take the dog for a long walk through the neighborhood. They say, though, to do it after dark and get a glimpse of the pretty Christmas lights. Um, be sure to take a few friends along for safety. Also take a flashlight and wear light clothing. I would add to that, I wouldn't wear so much light clothing as I would wear something that has reflective tape or something on it. Um, (laughs) Dale says blaze orange. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to be mistaken for a deer, huh? Or a bear in your neighborhood. Not a bear, no. Um, Number five, throw a Christmas party, it says. As a host or hostess, you'll certainly be getting in more than your share of activity for the day or night. I really don't think that that's a diet tip for the holiday no i i don't know for you for me at least every time we've planned a party or have a party you're munching on everything that you're putting together and as people are bringing things in and you're more stressed out because you got all these people coming over so you eat more and then you're stuck with all that one there and then you're stuck with all the leftovers in your house that too yeah so i don't agree with number five um, number six, it says grab some friends and go Christmas caroling. Uh, never, number seven says build a snowman if you live in the northern regions. Uh, let's see, number eight, if you live in the southern region, regions, get out and rake and bring some friends along after you've raked up a big pile. Well, you know what to do. You can have a leaf fight. <laughs> um, let's see, number nine, bake some holiday bread. It's a great exercise due to the kneading of the bread. Uh, I'm not so sure I agree with that one either because it's baking something you might not want to eat to begin with if you're cutting carbs. Yes. And most, I don't know about other people, but we have a bread machine that's just great for kneading so you can just stick it in there and it does it all for you. (laughs) I'm not so sure kneading bread is a whole lot of true exercise. Now, I say that as a 40-some-year-old, not as a 
70-some-year-old who needing would help keep their hands moving if they have arthritis. So take it for what it means to you guys, whoever's listening. And then the last one they have is do any of the following depending on where you may live. Ice skate, sled, ski, horseshoes, bowling, dance, dance, to jingle bell rock. Really, to me, that means just get out and move. Go yeah. out and do something. Don't sit around the house. There are multitudes of things to do out there, um, whether you're in somewhere where it snows or whether there's no snow. Yeah. Yeah. There and was. I keep, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I'll let you finish off that thought because I was going to go on to another one. I was, I've been teasing the kids this year because um, with all the stuff that's going around in our house and the economy, I said, you know, we're all getting, we're pretty much mandating one gift. That's it this year. Yeah. And I keep teasing them. If they, they keep doing what they're doing and bugging mom, I'm buying everybody snowshoes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there will be no reason nobody can go outside and play in the snow and take a hike with me. That's right. That's right. It was not received quite well no. by the kids. Aww. Yeah, they they want things like um, this. What is this pet thing Olivia has written down? Um, it's a computer thing. I can't think of the oh, name. Oh, are those of it right those now. new ones that are the keys that you stick in, and it's kind of like Webkins, except you actually yeah. stick them into the computer. Yes, I think that's the I, new I just rage. Can't think of the name of it. Yeah, yeah, and she wants a Webkins too, and I'm not quite sure. I want my daughter online right now <laughs> at nine years old. <laughs> uh. Again, those were the, the 10 from Diet Bites at dietbites.com. And then you gave me a link to um, Ezine articles, and they had their five holiday weight loss tips. The one and I that, liked the best of that one was the one where it was get a small plate, pick what you want to mm-hmm. eat, but take half of what you would normally eat and just one item. And then eat that item, take off for half an hour, and then go back to the next item you'd like to eat, but again, only eat half of what you'd normally do, one item, and then go. So you still can sample it, but again, it's all about portion control. And, and I just, I kind of like that. I know it doesn't work for everybody because once you start, sometimes it's difficult, but I kind of like that idea. You can still have it, but you cut it in half and then you take off for 30 minutes and then come back. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Out of the ones that I read out of the ones in the article that you gave me and some of the other spots that I was looking at, I think that the ones that you gave us are the most um, basic and start with those and add the other ones as you can. Um, Their number one tip was stay active. The best thing you can do is to try and stick to your normal schedule and routine. Um, Their reality check here is it's pretty hard to have any kind of decent routine in the busy months of November and December. Busy people tend to sacrifice yoga classes, long walks, and visits to the gym because they need time for extra things like decorating the house, cooking, cleaning before visitors get there, and, of course, shopping. So, you know, the more you can stick to your routine, I agree with them. You stick to your routine, you you schedule in the stuff, and you'll find yourself um, not putting off as much as you should. Uh, Where's weight loss? Tip two. Tip two was don't let yourself get too hungry. If you know you're going to a party, don't pretty much don't starve yourself for the party. Like you said, with their their next tip, I believe it was was the food one. Um, actually, which one was that? It's not number three. Number three says to stay away from the food. Just don't go anywhere near the buffet table, appetizers, or treats, and you'll be fine. Um, 
It says in the reality check here is that in most cases, the food is everywhere. And even if it's not right in front of your face, you can sure smell it. Trying to just stay away from it is pretty unrealistic and it can feel like a torture for some of us. And for most people, when you can't have something, you want it even more. Um, so trying to stay away from the food, you will most likely, wait a minute, that didn't make sense. So trying to stay away from the food will most likely just make you overindulge indulge worse than you have would have otherwise. I get this one so much. This is work for me because now starting with the holidays, everybody brings in stuff for the nursing staff and the doctors. And it's like you have this small table and it's just overflowing with stuff. It's like, put it away, get it away from us because otherwise we will, you know, it's that, oh, I'm hungry. I haven't had time. We didn't have a break. I'll just grab this piece off. And then, oh, but I didn't really have much more. So I'll grab another one. I hate that. And as a group at work, we've been trying to do that. If somebody brings something in, we don't let it sit out. We put it away so that you have to make that concerted extra effort to A, go to the cabinet and get it, or B, go into the refrigerator and get it or heat it up or do whatever. So that Because if it's sitting there, free access, we're all just going to munch on it. What do you think about that one? Crystal? Oh, I think we've lost Crystal. So while my production manager goes and tries to get her back, we will go on with tip four. Tip four says wear clothes that are slightly tight on you. This should help you feel full faster and keep you from eating too much. The reality check they say here is we want to wear looser clothes because we're looking forward to eating all that great food. Yes, wearing something tight might help us not get back for second helpings, but it might ruin a favorite outfit. So dress comfortably, people. Am I recording now? Okay. He meant me. Oh. Um, okay, so back. What, you're, what that one says, and I agree with you, is it's in moderation, as you just said, keeping well hydrated. Go and have, make sure you drink that glass of water before you go and eat because that will help fill you up. And with all the sugary things that we're eating, keeping hydrated is even more, more important to flush all that out of your system, so to speak. Yeah, and the alcohol, too. If you are drinking, it does dehydrate you, and you need that water to rehydrate you, and, you know, it helps the head to feel a little better, too, if you overindulge. Mm-hmm. One of the best things I ever started doing way back when was when I came home from a night of having a couple drinks, big glass of water and two aspirin or two Tylenol right away. Yeah. just It just helps get you your body back even while you sleep. You don't wake up as dehydrated, number one. So that means that you don't have as much of a headache. Yes. And can all go back to chemistry and that antidiuretic hormone thing. Anyway, um, so those are our holiday tips. Um, and I hope you guys find them informative for you. And that last one was at ezinearticles.com and that is E-Z-I-N-E articles.com The last part then for this episode of Motivated Women would be meal tips and any new ideas or discussions we have. Um, My meal tip is I adapted a Pampered Chef recipe. It was a recipe that that is mainly supposed to be an appetizer And I figured it sounded really good. What could we do to make it a meal? And it is um, the Chipotle chicken cornbread cups. Mm. And it is found in the 
Fall Winter 2008 Season's Best Recipe Collection from the Pampered Chef on page number three. And it's the recipe calls for a cup of grated cheese, a package of corn muffin mix, a cup of sour cream, a quarter cup of flour, uh, some chipotle rub, uh, small red pepper, green onions, um, cooked chicken, and then they say you can add additional sour cream if needed, and you could add snipped fresh cilantro if need be. And what I decided to do was make this more of a um, chicken bake or a casserole. And for me, because I can't do corn stuff, I took two cups of Bisquick, mixed it with a cup of the cheddar cheese and about three-quarters of a cup of sour cream, and I believe I added about a half a cup of water. I mixed that all together. I put it in a 13-by-9 pan, baked it at 350 for about 20 minutes. came out a little chewy, so I... Next time I make it, I'm probably going to cook it for 25 to 30, a little crisper. Okay. But as soon as it comes, came out of the oven, I took a, the back of the, the spatula and I just pushed it all down because it does rise quite a, quite a bit when you're baking it. And um, so took it out of the oven, pushed it all down, set it aside. And then I did the rest of the recipe. I took the... Um, I did a little different than their thing, but I, I cooked the chicken. I sauteed the green onions and the red bell pepper, um, cut up all the chicken, mixed it with the red bell pepper and the onion and the rest of the um, chipotle rub, and then added the rest of the sour cream, which would have been about another quarter cup of sour cream, and then spread that all over the um, base that we had baked before, stuck it back in the oven and cooked it for about 20 minutes on 350. It was devoured. Sounds good. We had like three pieces left over, and I found my eldest eating that even at 10 o'clock later that night, (laughs) finishing up it. So that when it came for um, lunch the next day, I think we had a piece and a half left. We we didn't have very many pieces left. It was gone. That's great. There are very few things that I have found to make where everybody devours it. That's great. And... um, the only thing I think I would do different, like I said, was number one, bake the that base um, pastry part a little longer to make it a little crispier. The other thing is I think I would make the chicken part like one and a half times. I think doubling it would be too much, but just maybe just a little bit more to give it a little bit um, fuller appearance when you took it out of the um, oven after baking it. And that would be my recipe. Great. And... I don't think that you had one. No, I I haven't been experimenting the last couple of weeks, so I haven't checked out anything new. Oh, we've been experimenting a lot, so we'll make up for that. <laughs> um, but I think your your tip that you mentioned before, just going through the meal tips, is is that one of the best ones. Stay hydrated. I yeah. mean, realistically, if you stay hydrated and you drink that six to eight eight ounce glasses of water that we're all supposed to have per day, that helps to fill your tummy up. And when your tummy's filled up, you're not as hungry. That whole brain thing going on that, you know, it feels full, you don't want to eat then is really true. Yeah. And, 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 and I know for me, too, I am a big coffee drinker, and it's really something that I need to work on cutting back. I'm trying to do, replace some of the cups of coffee that I have with um, green tea now. Um, but I was also told at one time, and you could probably verify this for me, Julie, is that for every cup of coffee you drink, 
you should drink a glass of water to replace it because it's dehydrating you as well. So I don't, yeah. I don't know how true that is, but it, it makes sense to me. So technically, well, if I'm drinking six cups of coffee a day, you know, on top of my already six to eight glasses of water I'm drinking, I should be trying to replace that water as well. And it's very true because the reason is caffeine is a natural diuretic. Right. Um, I'm not sure about the, you know, for each cup that it's a glass of water, but realistically, if you're drink, if you are a big coffee drinker, you should probably be close to doubling your amount of water. Yeah. And see where you go. And you know, people say the same thing. Well, I just I drink soda. Well, you know what? Soda has caffeine in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're into the energy drinks. It has even more caffeine or it has um, ephedra or some sort of stimulant in it, which also is going to make um, do the same thing. Basically, it's going to make you um, get rid of more water instead of holding on to it. Um, So, yes, if you are a big coffee drinker, yes, you should be drinking more water. If you are a big soda drinker that has caffeine in it, um, the same holds true Um, for... All women out there, especially women um, in our age group, soda is not the best choice for us to be drinking to begin with because it decreases your bone density because of the carbonation. So if you are a big soda drinker, it would be wise to back off a little bit. Um, If not, one of the big things that's been suggested to me, and it's it's hard for me to remember though, is to um, make sure you're taking your calcium and your calcium with D just to help with that bone density. Right. Because once we lose that bone density, ladies, we don't get it back. Right. And the vitamin D allows your body to absorb the calcium. Is that correct? Yeah. It does yeah. allow your body to absorb it better. It, um, I don't remember the chemistry things, but that is true. Okay. You, you could do it one or two ways. You could take a calcium tablet and then take the vitamin D, but there are multiple products out there that have calcium and D in them Altogether. together. So Good. Yeah. Those are our tips for the day. And then Charlie actually had a tip that I, um, he emailed me after he gave me all that other stuff. And um, he calls it his picture timeline. He's like, make sure you take pictures. Fat, thinner, thinner yet, even thinner yet, or special occasions when you're dressed up. Date the pictures and put them together so that you have that running line of this is where I started, this is where I'm at, this is what I've what I want to get to type of thing. And I think that's a really neat, neat thing to do. I don't have a lot of fat pictures. Um, of the ones I have, though, <laughs> they do make the point. Yeah. Now, there is a website out there now, and I don't know enough about it, but it's called A Daily Mugshot or A Mugshot a Day. And I've seen quite a few people using it on Twitter. And you go on this site and you take a daily picture of yourself. Now, most of the shots that I've seen have been headshots, but I'm wondering if you could do a body shot a day, you know. I don't know. But that might be a good way to track your progress as well. Now, I don't know how comfortable people would be. Maybe you can set it private. But just, you know, if you can do one of your face every day, who's to say you can't stand away from the computer camera and you know, take one of yourself in the morning or right. in the afternoon and, or, and that would, that would be an interesting way to track your weight and loss. I think I know the person who needs to explain this to us too, if he's listening. And that would be Mr. XNU, Steve from GeekFit yes, or because Jason, they both do it. Yes, they do. It's called um, mugshot.org, I think. 
But um, yeah. Hold on a second. I will look because I just saw one go through Twitter here. And. But that might be a good way. But yes, uh, Geek Fit Steve has been doing it. Yeah, I can't find I don't see it on my screen right now, but we will put it in the show notes so that we have that. But I'll look into that and see if we can do a, a full body one or if it's just a face one. Well, you know, I was thinking as you said that, if you, if I was sitting at my laptop right now, it would get you get pretty much from chest up, but it does catch the background. So if you were standing far enough away and somebody else pushed the button for you, you could probably do that. Yeah. It's um I'd be sorry. interested to see if you could download a picture that you took not from your computer and put it there. Actually, you know what? I'm on the site now. It's dailymugshot.com and it says getting started is really easy. All you need is a webcam, digital camera or camera phone. So you could upload your own photos. Cool. Yeah. Very very cool. So that might be a a fun way to track your progress. I'm thinking I might have to check that out. Yeah, me too. Well, I think that brings us to the end of Motivated Women number seven. Um, thanks for coming back and talking with me. Anytime. And people out there, um, we will. We want to hear from you. We want to hear about the, your motivations and your inspirations or people out there that are giving that to you. And if you have any tips and stuff that we haven't covered that you think we'd be interested in, we'd really, really like to hear it. So, again, the number is 206-338-2599. Or you can get a hold of me um, at mwpjulie at gmail.com. Or you can get a hold of Crystal at MWP Crystal C H R Y S T A L at gmail.com. Or you can get a hold of us through the website, which is www.motivatedwomenpodcast.net. Oh, dot com. Leave us a comment. <laughs> yep. Well, goodbye, all. Have a great week. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. Wait.